0: Hello and welcome to The Big Review Ski. My name is Owen. There's my friend Rory. Hello. Hello. Yeah, we're we're friends, right? Yeah. Yeah, cool. And guess what? We're friends? Yeah, no, we've established that we're friends. Oh, there's more. There's another. more. Okay. There's more friends joining us on the show today because we're actually speaking to two people who have both appeared, uh, probably the highlight of both of their careers, on The Big Review Ski (laughs) previously. Mm. So who have we got?
1: We have uh Jason Blum, who has produced. If you've seen a horror film, yeah, he's probably produced it. He pretty much he's won some Oscars at this point. Um, he he's behind stuff like Get Out, the new Halloween, Paranormal Activity. Um, he's also done like non-horror stuff, like he did Whiplash and a few other uh, uh kind of highly regarded dramas and stuff. But yeah, he's produced this new movie, and also uh, I'm I'm already super uh, touchy about pronouncing her name wrong. Anna de Go for it. Anna de la Reguera, Reguera. See, si. that's excellent. Uh, Bong. Um. Yeah, we we actually spoke to her not too long ago for Netflix's and Zack Snyder's uh, Army of the Dead. Uh, so between that and this, I am now officially calling her the 2021 cre- cream, nope, queen of. Horror, yes. She, she's scream, this
0: year's scream queen. She's not... It's, it's nothing to do with cream whatsoever?
1: No. I mean, okay. she might enjoy, you know, cream. But I don't <laughs> think that's related to what we should be talking about.
0: To anything that we're talking about today. And what do we have Jason on for before? The Invisible Man. Um, the Invisible Man, Which okay. was
1: also a very, very good horror film. One of my favourite horror films of the last 10 or 20 years. It's, it's fantastic.
0: But no cream in that either?
1: Let me think... I don't think so. No. Not in on that one, no. There's a okay, sequel coming, know.
0: so who knows? <laughs> who knows what direction they'll go with it. Um, okay, so who are we going to hear first? Who are we chatting to?
1: Well, uh, they're both here today because they're, they're talking about their new film, The Forever Purge. Um, which is the fifth and apparently final entry in the Purge uh, series.
0: Sure, I believe it. I believe it when I see it. It feels like the Purge has been going on for forever, Uh, so I I see where they got the title from.
1: uh, Yeah, so I guess we'll see how much money this one makes and then decide. Like if this suddenly was like, oh, it's uh, the Forever Purge has made a billion dollars. I'd be like, well, I guess that's not the last one, is it, you guys? But, uh, yeah, so first we're going to hear from Jason um, talking about, you know, the very, very political angle of the Purge movies. Because if you've seen any of the previous ones, there is a strong class um, divide. There's a strong, you know, race issue. There's a very strong Democrats versus Republicans um, mantra within the previous ones. Uh, And that's really at the forefront for this one. Uh, You can definitely see some influences um, of Trump's presidency uh, on this one, especially since a lot of it's set around the Mexico border. So, yeah, so he talks about the the political influences of this particular horror franchise. Uh, He also... I had to ask him. I was like, you know, considering the last year and a half has been pretty much a nightmare dumpster fire for everyone in the world. <laughs> um, ha, have have there been a lot of pandemic set horror movies sent his way? Because he he makes like just look at his IGP page. Good God, like, this his CV is so long. Um. So he talks a bit about pandemic horror and. Um one of his upcoming movies is reuniting with Lee Lee Onell, the guy who made the Invisible Man, uh, and they're doing a redo of The Wolfman, which is being written by and starring Ryan Gosling. Amazing. So I was like, Can you give me any bits of Tid, Re your yeah. Wolfman? Um so yeah, so we actually got a l we got a lot covered in this brief lot, conversation.
0: Well- I know you were saying about this film, if it goes on to make a billion dollars, that Wolfman (laughs) redo is 100% going to make a billion dollars alone. He doesn't need, like, like if Gosling takes his
1: top off once. (laughs) That's
0: it. And then
1: turns into a Wolfman. That's that's your billion dollar shot right there.
0: Job done. I'm looking forward to this and that. Here we go. (laughs) Jason, how are you doing
1: today?
2: Very good. How are you?
1: I'm good. Where in the world am I talking to you from? I am in Brooklyn, New York. Oh, it looks nice and sunny there. Um, congratulations on the movie. Of course, I, I'm sure everyone's asking this, but why, why
2: now? Why end the purge now? Why decide that it, it needs to come to an end? I keep asking the director the same question. I mean, I have no idea. It should not end. I still think I might talk him into a one, one more installment. But so far, you're right. He's saying this is the end. So I don't know. Maybe he's lived with the purge long enough. It's, it's you know, it's not a it's not a fun world to live in. So I get. It. I understand his pain.
1: No, like I, I did I, I know that it um it kind of it finished filming, I guess, around I think it was February twenty twenty. Um, but it does feel like a a reaction to what we saw in Washington in twenty twenty one, just the the Congress building uh being taken over. And it's 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 so bizarre that a film that finished almost a full year before that has still got these Mm, like crazy political ramifications. Is that something that you're, I guess, hyper or acutely
2: aware of? Yeah, no, I'm very aware of it. It's amazing. James has done that like three or four times on these movies. He's somehow predicted the future. I don't know how he does it, but uh, but he's very good at kind of sensing the the um, you know the 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 next big issue or crisis facing facing America. He's done that done that a bunch, and he did that with this movie too. Uh, you know, maybe he maybe has a crystal ball in his in his office. I don't know how he does. it.
1: I guess more than anyone, any one, any of the previous purges, I do feel like um, this one almost needed to have two very different endings, depending on how the vote turned out last year. Because um, I feel it would be coming to two very different audiences and two very different uh, kind of Americas. Was there any talk of we'll need to see how and uh, November plays out before we decide the future of this movie.
2: No, you know they're never. We never. We never do that. We've never done that on any of the movies. Uh, you know, without, they, the priority for James is to make a great scary movie. They, they're not. The issue is kind of second to, you know. And the, the 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 bigger idea for the for the Forever Purge was this idea that all rules are out the window. There's no limit to the purging. That you can't contain contain anarchy. You can't contain chaos. Um, but I don't think we would ever, we would never like redo a purge movie um, based on current events. That's fair enough. I,
1: just uh, again because it is so, like so topical, um, and you have become kind of quintessentially like the, the front man for Hollywood horror at the moment. Like your your CV both past and coming up is just so massively impressive. But I am curious. Um, considering the last like year and a half that we've had, have you been inundated with pandemic esque horrors? Just trying to I really,
2: I I, I, have, I have I've been inundated, and I just I can't imagine anything I'd like to do less than a pandemic. <laughs> it's just like I don't want to make the, the idea of a horror movie about the, the That is a horror. The pandemic has been a horror movie. The last thing I need to do is, or I want to make, is a horror movie about the pandemic. So I, I don't you know I don't know why you know i mean i do know why they did it but i don't know i mean we're not doing one i just i can't and i'm never gonna see one i lived it i don't need to i don't need to do it or see it but yes the answer to your question is i've seen a lot and i'd imagine so
1: yeah um and just one final question the last time we spoke was for the invisible man sure um, which remains like like no word will lie it's still one of my favorite horror movies of the last decade i absolutely love it. I it all the time But, just looking forward, um, I have to ask about your take on The Wolfman, because it's reuniting with Invisible Man director. Uh, And it's just, it's another one of those that's got me very excited. Um, Is there
2: anything you can say about that at all? No, I can't say anything. We're we're in active development, but I can't, uh, we haven't cracked it yet, but we're getting close.
1: <laughs> can you say even like Is it is it going to be like uh, Invisible Man-esque As in its set Modern times Or will we be
2: Kind of harking back to I can't even say that I can't even say can that Not because I, We're We're, 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 we're uh, You know We don't I don't know There's no answer So I can't say it <laughs> Fair enough I thought I'd try anyway Thank you so of much course. Jason <laughs> Alright thank you
0: Jason Blum there Chatting to you Rory Just in case you'd forgotten
1: Yeah no thanks for the
0: Okay <laughs> Listen that's I'm here to remind everybody of what's going on. So there you go. <laughs> Thank you,
1: narrator of life. Yeah, so that's the Blumhouse guy. Uh, whenever you see Blumhouse at the start of a movie, that's that guy. That's Jason Blum. Uh, not a fan of the pandemic, is a fan of Ryan Gosling, but is also a fan of secrets.
0: Yeah, I thought um, whenever you were asking him about, uh, you know, as you said, trying to extract some bits of information from him, uh, it sounded like, to be honest, he wanted to get as far away as possible from those kind of questions.
1: Mm. Wherever did you come up with that joke? Wherever,
0: yeah, kinda does it anyway. That's uh, all <laughs> our <well-worth>, werewolf werewolf <laughs> jokes done. Uh moving strictly on to uh Anna de la Reguera. Mm. So as you said, we had her on uh, quite recently for uh, Army of the Dead. Yes. We so did. she's loving action, horror, killing, screaming, all this kind of stuff. Yeah,
1: like it seems she uh that that's her vibe this year for sure. And between the two with them like Most people would have maybe one big horror movie every few years And she's had two in two months <laughs> So yeah. uh, keep them busy Although most people, if, if you're not horror fans You might remember her from being the nun That Jack Black was in love with in uh, Natural Libre He
0: which, wasn't the only one in love with her That's really. fair, uh, yeah.
1: she she did have a fan base But that film turns 15 this year Holy moly. So on top of talking about uh, The Forever Purge, on top of talking about her favorite horror movies of all time, on top of revealing that she's got a best friend who is a somewhat famous Irish
0: actress. What? She, she told me that she would never tell people about our secret. <laughs> and I actually told me a second I was like, what? Um, I'm the actress. No,
1: I'm the I the that, yeah, actress no, I got that. Yeah, no, I got there. But uh, on top of all that, she also um, reveals that there was a very different cut of Natural Libre initially, and she is wanting a released a Snyder cut esque redo of Natural Libre. Which, if you hear the stuff she she talks about the that the film was originally supposed to have, fully on board, It sounds bananas. Um, yeah, and I just. <laughs> Yeah, so this is her. She uh, she has lots of lovely things to say about lots of things. And also she's coming to Ireland soon, maybe to meet up with you, her famous Irish yeah,
0: friend. her famous best friend actress. Yeah, yeah. Anna, we established this. Yeah, we do. Anyway, here she is, my best friend, Anna de la Reguera.
1: <laughs> Anna, how are you doing today?
3: I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm really good. Where in the world am I talking to you from today?
3: I'm in LA and I would... Where are you? Are, are you in Ireland? In Dublin? I am indeed, yeah.
1: In, du- in Dublin, yeah. You ever been?
3: I'm dying to go. That's why. That's why I was asking because one of my best friends is from Dublin, and uh, she has invited me many times, and I haven't been able to go.
1: Well, now you've got two invitations to, from from people in Dublin. You have to come over, of course. And between me and one of your best friends, we could show you all the, the best places to go. No problem. Oh whatsoever. my god!
3: Okay, do <laughs> I'm going to Europe in a couple of days, so maybe I'll just jump into Dublin. And,
1: it's a short. Yeah. It's a short flight. You'll it's be short over. Short Okay. No <laughs> <laughs> well i have to uh i have to congratulate you i think officially between this and army of the dead this makes you the screen queen of 2021 so just congratulations <laughs> uh, thank you most most people get like one big horror movie every few years and you've had two big horror movies in essentially two months so that's yeah that's that's just a massive undertaking. Like, Uh, I actually spoke to you for Army of the Dead And I asked you at the time What was your favorite zombie movie But I'm going to expand this a little bit further And just ask you What is your favorite scary movie?
3: My favorite scary movie is um, The Freddy Krueger ones Nightmare on the Street Yeah, yeah I just just love the character And I remember watching the first one And I watched it over and over I grew up in Mexico, obviously, and that's we didn't get that many, you know, that many things, that many movies. So that's one that they would put on TV or they they, I would have them um, on a VHS. So that's I that's one that is very close to my heart because I watched it so many times.
1: I would I like it's one of my favorites as well. So absolutely. Really?
3: I think my the range the, range. the next ones weren't that good, but I think the first couple ones, I don't know how many they are. I think like five. I don't remember. I think there might be like eight
1: or nine. There's, oh. there's so many, yeah. But yeah, I the know, early ones, the early ones are fantastic.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Uh there is <laughs> one scene in this that made me just very uncomfortable for you, and it was the the ghost cage scene. Yeah. Uh it looks Every angle of it looks so painful, just like from being flipped to having your neck trapped in there. But like that could be one of those scenes where it looks more uncomfortable than it actually was. Is there any is there or maybe it was the scene? is there any scene in this movie that was particularly grueling for you?
3: That was that was the one that it was very long. We shot that for two days and uh, it was actually one of the first the first probably week, it was very, very soon when we shot that when we shot that scene. And uh, I didn't like I, it was that thing in my eye that I was all the time scared of that if anything happened, if the guy from special effects would made a mistake, you know, it could yeah. really get me get me blind or something. And also there was the goat who had, who had the horns and had to be, go very close and the, and the goat would move. So I was just like, oh my God, like, you never know what an animal can do or so i was very it was a lot of i was tense on those on those shots and but i also had to look relaxed at the beginning you know with the goat but i was like oh fuck you know <laughs> anything can go wrong and then i had to do the i didn't do the the big flip but i had to do the landing over and over and i was in pain the next day because i didn't even like stretch or i was i wasn't like i forgot about it i was just like oh yeah and my it's throat I, I I I screamed too so much during those two days that also um, you know, I couldn't I couldn't breathe like it was a lot of work those two days. And also there was a, a the scene when we are inside of this van when I'm going with these crazy guys and Ontario's and, and also we have that scene that the the, you know, the boss goes around and then we're fighting. That was a lot of work too. That was a lot That's of work.
1: A- I'd yeah. say so like it looked like a very physical movie
3: yes. um,
1: and just one final question if that's okay we're actually coming up on the 15 year anniversary of Nacho Libre which yes. I think is one of the most like underappreciated comedies it's I I think it's so so funny but just yes. as it is as it is 15 years on now like do you have what? any uh like standout memories or an, any kind of tidbits of information from back then
3: um, well, I do actually. I, I don't know if anyone had ever talked about this, but um, because they wanted the movie to be also for kids, they took a lot of the story out because the characters were way darker. Cool. And so they, there's a lot of scenes that they were cut. There's actually one big sequence with one actor. I forgot his name right now, but uh, that he was actually a big actor who didn't even make the cut because the scene was very dark and i my character too my character actually in the movie was in love with jesus and uh so they didn't put that because it was very (laughs) strange but i would paint jesus naked the nun would then and then like i remember jack would go in like what the And I was like, I love Jesus, (laughs) Um, but it's funny. No one has never asked me that, so I applaud you for it. But like, yeah. So there was this scene, or there were other scenes where there was this other scene where Jack would have like very like brand new white boots, and there was like a kid drawing, and he doesn't want to go in because his boots would get messed, and would you know would be. So also they took that out because like, you know, like he is naturally he's saving the kids. so We cannot have that. Uh, So, yeah, not there's a lot of scenes that were and then we do some we did some reshoots because of that, because we had to balance it out. And um, but obviously the spirit of the movie is there and, and, you know, most what the movie about was about is there. Uh, and I think they did an amazing job. And at the end, it's great that all the kids can watch the movie and that it's more for the family and kids watch it over and over. But I think they should do the the, the Jared Hess cut, like, like the Snyder Cut. Sure. Should, uh, darkest cut, yes, definitely.
1: Oh, absolutely. And I'll be front row to watch it. I absolutely love the movie. Anna, thank you so much for your time today. And make sure if you ever are uh, heading up to Dublin, Ireland. Just I'm going to call I'm, you. I'll, 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 okay. I'll, absolutely.
3: Where in Dublin do you live? Where are you going to take me to the pubs? Are you going to take me to what?
1: All the, only the best pubs. Only only the very best pubs. Me and you and your best friends. And we just drink all the Guinness and have a great my time. My
3: best friend, her name is Ruth Bradley. She's an actress.
1: I do know Ruth. You know Ruth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's See, my... We can already hang out. We've got this. It's sorted. It's good. Yes.
3: <laughs> she's one of my best friends, my closest friend. Like, I adore her
1: fantastic well when you and ruth are hanging out you let me know and i'll take you to all the all the only the best places
3: thank you thank you thank you i will thank you so thank much it's so a pleasure to meet you
0: i want to see that other version of natural libre where she's in love with jesus that sounds amazing yeah painting and naked completely jesus. twisted
1: yeah yeah sounds uh it sounds dark and weird <laughs> and natural libre was also was already pretty weird yeah um but yeah, no, that sounds that sounds great. Uh, I'm fully on board for release the Jared Hess cut for that one, um, and also whenever she's over to meet Ruth Bradley is uh, her other actress friend. Sorry, Anne. Um, My pseudonym. <laughs> yeah, like once once you get in front of the camera with the makeup, you really look completely different, and I, well, it's, it's, it's your yeah. it's your chameleonic talents that are. Uh, getting you all those gigs so because the beard the beard's gone completely every time i know i'm gonna have to
0: get rid of no you get good makeup you can cover that all up it's all good
1: oh well that's hollywood for you you know Um, speaking of hollywood yeah forever
0: purge yes um as we said what it's about the fourth fifth film in the franchise so far fifth yes yeah fifth okay um that's a good quiz
1: question actually like can you name all the purge movies in order Ooh
0: well the fir- oh, the, f- the first one was not called the first purge but there is a film called the first purge if i remember yes, correctly there is, so yeah. i think the first one is called the purge yes there was definitely the purge election year in yeah somewhere.
1: it was in there yeah
0: uh the first purge mm-hmm. uh forever purge obviously this one yeah i'm missing i'm missing one i think i'm missing the second one yep oh, the
1: purge two no two purge two purge year Getting further away
0: from it, I think. <laughs> I I don't know what was the second one, uh, one called.
1: I believe it was called The Purge Anarchy. Okay. Uh no, which is yeah. yeah like yeah. there's it's it's this, it's like, can you name all the Resident Evil movies in order? No, because they all have no, the exact no, same subtitle in my head. Next question. Like, it's all is like there are good um pub quiz title questions in there for sure, and the purge is one of them because you have to get them in order. He wouldn't have won that one because you no, missed you no, missed no. the most what important one. After the forever purge, or maybe not, I don't know, but yeah, this one is in Irish cinemas Friday, 16th of July. So, if you're into politically tinged uh horror thrillers, this and also you know, Anna de la Reguera is actually really good in it, Uh, and I only want good things for her because she seems like a sound lady
0: brilliant amazing so that's coming out uh friday 16th of july in the irish cinemas and then i presume will be released uh at home as well uh, shortly after that the forever purge roy thank you as ever thank you. uh to anna and jason our other friends thank you as well
1: our forever friends yeah.
0: Or forever friends and thank you to Sound Paul on Sound and thank you to everybody for listening and subscribing to the show don't forget you should go and check out ooh TBR Spotlight where we're doing uh, a massive focus on Loki on Disney Plus um, depending on when you're listening to it we're coming into the we're on the home straight into the finale of the really excellent series uh, starring Tom Hiddleston so um, if you like all things Marvel go and check that out and if you don't listen more power to you that's fine as well go yeah, live your yeah, life yeah, do whatever you want to do i to judge you fine Yeah. as long as she listens to this one to this one that's fine that's what we're looking for um sweet i think we'll just judge you after this
1: oh sure yeah yeah our our next tbr spotlight will be on the people who don't listen to tbr spotlight
0: yeah okay love you all (laughs) see you later bye